Hey, I slept walked to your house and broke into your room last night. I'm Michelle. And I'm Leslie. Welcome back to Wired World, the podcast where we talk nonsense for your entertainment. Um, today's topic was picked by me and it is, we're going to be talking about what really is sleepwalking. So, before researching, um, what did you know about this topic? Well, I feel like uh, we know a lot about, about about it in cartoons. You know, you can see them, like, the cartoons, like, sleeping, and then they just mm-hmm. wake up and do, like, crazy stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I just knew that it was basically, you're, like, acting out your dreams. Mm-hmm. And it can be different things. And usually it's, like, not, like, nothing scary. It's just, like, opening doors and, mm-hmm. like, leaving, getting water. Um, I do know that sometimes I've seen, like, uh, people, like, recording their friends, like, in the middle of, like, sleepwalking. Oh. And they're, like, just standing there. That is so <laughs> that scary. Is oh, my goodness. Um, so I've seen that. So I just know that they just do weird things. But I'm mm-hmm. not sure, like, the scientific of, like, what actually happens. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know much about it. I, all I knew was just, like, you know, they sleepwalk. <laughs> but, um, and, like, how people would say not to wake up uh, yeah. a person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess that's a myth. I don't know. I was just punched on. <laughs> but, yeah, did you ever see that video of a girl? I don't know if it was her sister or her friend. But she woke up in the middle of the night and she she turned on the flashlight. But she was recording. Uh-huh. And then she just, um... She was recording this one girl, and she was just looking at her. Yeah, I seen that video. It was, was like on TikTok, I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, like girl, you saw her eyes. I was so scared. I'm like, um, and then you heard like the voices, girl. Like it was like getting shaky. I'm like, mom, mom. I was like, I mean, okay, I understand that, but I feel like she's not doing anything for you. I think I would just kick her over to see what happened. I don't think that's the right thing to do, but. Honestly, that was scary. Yeah, but imagine, like, you're just sleeping and you feel just, like, something looking oh, at you. Oh, no. And you wake up and somebody's just, like, nope. staring at you. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. But, okay. So, let's begin with the definition of sleepwalking. So, sleepwalking is also known as synam... I forgot to um, look up how to pronounce this, but it's synambulism, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's the act of getting up and walking around while in a state of sleep. Sleepwalking is more common in children than adults, and it's more mm. likely to occur if a person has a family history of the condition. Um, also, it could happen if you're sleep-deprived or if you're prone to repeated night- nighttime awakenings. One study found that about 18% of people sleepwalk at some point in their life. Wait, hold up, hold up. Wait, the real question here is, have you ever sleptwalked? No. No, not that my family has told me about it, because I don't think you can't remember it. I feel so. like they can remember it when they, like, wake up. So, like, if they wake up in the middle of doing something, yeah. then they're like, hold up. Wait, why am I in the bathroom? <laughs> no, why am I in the kitchen? <laughs> I'm in my friend's house. Cooking a whole meal. Yeah. Because I did have an experience. I don't know if it was exactly sleepwalking, but this was a few years back that, because, okay, so the bathroom wall and, like, okay, so the bathroom is right next to my mom's room. Mm-hmm. And, like, she, she can, like, usually just, like, tap, uh, like, knock on the wall to, like, tell me to, like, maybe get her, like, paper toilet or something. Mm-hmm. And I just remember that, like, I woke up in in the bathroom and then I was, like, giving her toilet paper. And I woke up because she was, like, what are you doing? And, like, that's when, like, oh. I came back and I was, like, and I, I saw and I was, like, I was holding toilet paper and I was, like, 
you asked for it? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> she was like, I, I did not. Oh. And it was like, I don't remember what time it was, but she was, and I was just so confused. I was like, wait a second, hold up. Because I had to go all the way back in the closet to get the toilet paper. And so I was like, I did this all without like being awake. Mm. Anyways, I was scared and I fell back to sleep. And then she, she asked me, she was like, what did you do last night? I was like, girl, I don't know. I had toilet paper in my hand. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess that kind of counts. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, sleepwalking um, obviously usually occurs early in the night, like right mm-hmm. after, like about one to two hours after falling asleep. And sleepwalking is not very, it's not too common. But if um, if you have history of it, then yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Often. Usually an episode lasts a few minutes, but can last longer. Um, it really depends on the person. Mm-hmm. Um, someone who is sleepwalking may get out of bed and walk around, sit up in bed and open his or her eyes. Um, have like that glassy-eyed expression. Girl, that's so that's scary. scary. <laughs> um, not respond or communicate with others. Uh, be difficult to wake up during an episode. Be disoriented or confused for a short time after being awakened. Not remember the episode in the morning, have problems functioning during the day because of disturbed sleep, um, have sleep terrors in addition to sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a person who is sleepwalking can also um, like do their regular activities that they would usually do uh, during the day, but they would just do it at night, such as getting dressed, talking, or eating. Um, they might leave the house, which is scary. That's scary. Imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drive a car, that, imagine? Ooh. Oh, no. Um, engage in unusual behavior, like eating in a closet or something like that. Okay, that would be scary. That imagine would. you're sleeping and just hear, like, something, like, some somebody eating in your closet. Nah, I'm not even checking. I'm not even checking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they can get injured because, um, yeah. mm-hmm. they could, like, fall down the stairs or just bump into things. Yeah. Um, they can also become violent. During the a period brief of confusion, um, or immediately after waking, um, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's like the basic information for sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. So okay, so like what causes it and some risk factors. So sleepwalking is um, classified as parasomnia. So it's an undesired behavior or experience during sleep. Um, so sometimes, like, sleepwalking can be triggered by, like, different conditions that interfere with sleep. Like, sleep-disordered breathing. So, like, a group of, a group of disorders featuring abnormal breathing par- patterns during sleep. Um, taking certain medications. I'm sure it can literally make you do so many things. Uh, sedatives, um, hypnotics, or, like, any medication used for psychiatric disorders. Uh, drinking alcohol in the evening can create instability in a person's sleep stages and can heighten their risk of sleepwalking. Uh, brain injuries. I mean, brain injuries can make you do so many things, so I'm sure it also has something to do with sleepwalking, too. Um, fevers. In children, fever has been found to make sleepwalking more likely. Um, yeah, so that makes sense. Because you could do a lot of things during the fever. Like, you have, like, those weird <laughs> weird yeah. dreams and stuff. Yeah. Um, restless 
leg syndrome, also known, known as RLS. So it's a type of sleep disorder that causes a powerful urge to move the limbs, especially the legs when lying down. It causes nighttime arousals from which a person may enter into a sleepwalking episode. Mm. And last but not least, stress. Mm. Yeah. Um, so children who sleepwalk may find that episodes stop occurring as they get older. Or they may continue to sleepwalk as adults. Even though, like, just, it just, you know, as your child, you do weird things. So it just mm -hmm. might be just, like, a phase. Um, so some factors that can increase your risk also is, like, genetics, you know. Mm -hmm. Like you said, like, if your family had, you know, mm -hmm. uh, been sleepwalking, you know, you're probably going to do it too. Yeah. Age, you know, if you're a kid, you're going to do it. I'm not sure if you're older, though. Maybe. I feel like if you're older, you just do weird things too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's most likely in, in kids, mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, like you said, I think we touched on it, like, there you can get hurt if you sleepwalk. Yeah. So, safety risk, you know, keeping sharp ob objects or weapons locked away. Oh, hold up, I read a story of a guy that when he was sleepwalking, he, like, took out the gun out of the safe. But he didn't kill anybody, he just, like, took it out. Like, and it had, like, a lock and everything, so that was scary. Uh, closing and latching doors or windows, because you don't want them to go outside. Mm -hmm. um, removing tripping hazards from the floor. Installing lights with motion sensors. And if necessary, using door alarms or a bell alarm that goes off if a person gets out of bed. Okay, so I guess this is like if a, a person is really mm -hmm. sleepwalking like bad. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's, you know, little thingies you can do if you know maybe... Yeah. Good somebody's prone mm -hmm. yeah so um moving on i found this funny story on reddit about a husband <laughs> who um he sleepwalks mm -hmm. and he, his wife told him in the morning right after this incident that she woke up in the middle of the night to find him like slowly walking out of the bedroom first of all that's scary like slowly slowly and he's um, crawling out oh my god that would be scary <laughs> Imagine if, like, you sleepwalk and, like, the only thing you do is just crawl, like, really fast. Oh, uh, no. No. Mm -mm. <laughs> um, and then um, the wife was like, are you okay? And what are you doing? And the husband said, there's somebody downstairs in the kitchen. Oh, no. Unrolling the tinfoil. And she said, okay. Unrolling the tinfoil. That was very yeah, specific. Was very specific. <laughs> but she knows that he sleepwalks, though. Okay, she was just okay. going along with it. And she was like, okay, what's your plan? Okay. <laughs> and he said, I'm going to stop them. Then she said, shall we get a bit more sleep? And then they just went back to bed. But and he was like, you're right. You're right. Uh, you got a point. <laughs> yeah, but um, after after that incident, they um, investigated like what where the noise was coming from. But Because I think this was like, this kept happening night after night. So they searched and it was like this plastic bag on the floor near his head like that was being rustled by the movement of the curtain because the curtain was oh, open oh okay 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 so yeah very interesting um, <laughs> you know it would be the littlest things mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but yeah that was funny um there's also another thing known as sleepwalking murder or homicidal yes! sleepwalking Hom yeah that's what yeah mm -hmm. um if you want to start yeah, I can read mine. Well, actually, can you read yours? Because I think mine is longer. Okay. Yeah. 
So there's many, well not many, but like a few cases of homicidal sleepwalking. Yep. And, but there's this one that I'm going to read. And mm-hmm. it was by, it was in 1987, Kenneth James Park was a married 23-year-old Canadian man with a five-month-old daughter. He had a very close relationship with his in-laws, with his 42-year-old mother-in-law, Barbara Ann Woods, mm-hmm. re- referring to him as her gentle giant. Yeah, oh girl, I heard this case in a podcast. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. The summer before the controversial event, he developed a gambling problem and fell into deep financial problems. To cover his losses, he took funds from his family savings and they began to embezzle at work. Eventually, in March 1987, his actions were discovered and he was fired from his, his job. On May 20th, he went to his first Gamblers Anonymous meeting. He made plans to tell his grandmother the following Saturday, May 23rd, and his in-laws on Sunday, May 24th. About his they were going to have dinner, I think, his to gambling, like, talk it over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, problems and financial difficulties. Mm-hmm. So early on the morning of May 24th, 1987, Kenneth Parks drove 20 kilometers from Pickering, Ontario to the house of his in-laws in Scar- Scarborough, Ontario. Mm-hmm. He entered their house with a key they had previously given him mm-hmm. and used the tire iron to ble- bludgeon his mother-in-law to death. He then turned on his father- father-in-law attempting to choke him to death, but the man managed to survive the attack. Then... Yeah, but it was... Okay, because I think, if I remember correctly, I think she was like... She heard something, and she went to investigate what it was, and that's why she died. Oh. That is so sad. And she, like, I remember, I remember a little bit that they were, like, she, like, asked him, she was, like, I forgot his name. And then, like, she, she got killed. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't really explain. This is, like, mm-hmm. a short. Yeah, 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 story, yeah. But, um, and then he got back in his car, and despite being covered with blood, he drove straight to a nearby police station and confessed turning himself in, stating, I think I have just killed two people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so after, like, all the investigation and everything, um, he was set free. Because they, they said that, like, yeah, he did it while he was sleepwalking. And, and the girl and his wife stayed with him. Yeah. She stayed with him. Yeah, I, I heard that, that, um, that case, and it was just, like, and uh, the girls that were, like, talking about it, they were, like, debating it. They were, like, so was it really sleepwalking or was it just, like, ooh? Because, I mean, okay. All right, hold on. Let's debate about this. Sorry. He had, like, a, um, a gambling problem. And he was, like, obviously getting help from them because, you know, mm-hmm. it's a problem. Even though he was getting help for it, but I feel like m- um, maybe, like, maybe they didn't want to give money to him anymore. And he was, like... Yeah, like, we don't know the backstory. Yeah, so. I don't remember. So, I, and he, and he, like, um, turned himself in. So, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like if, okay. Because you can wake up a person from sleepwalking. Just, like, mm-hmm. you know, you talk to them, you touch them, and they're awake. I mean, you killed somebody. You, that's, I don't know. I have not, I have never, yeah. I have never killed anybody. But, I feel like it's it kind of a lot of work. You know, you gotta. Yeah gotta really get that arm workout and stuff yeah. i would f- i would i would think you would wake up sometime before yeah. you actually kill a person but i don't know i don't know yeah true so yeah interesting story okay mine i'm gonna be that sad okay so um 
Phoenix. It was a murder that stunned Phoenix in 1997 and the trial two years later that would gain international attention. So, a devout Mormon man stabbed his wife more than 40 times, then dragged her in the pool claiming he did the entire thing while sleepwalking and remembered none of it. Uh, but okay, hold, uh, didn't, he, uh, <laughs> didn't he just say that he did all that? Well, okay, girl, wait, let, okay, let me read it, let me read it, let me read it. So, I remember waking up in my, un- okay, I remember waking up in my underwear on the floor, said Scott Ballater on the stand in his own trial. The next thing I remember is hearing people screaming and dogs barking. I assumed that I must have gone crazy or something in my head was broken. He has a way with words. <laughs> uh, Fallacher described the scene in his own words in the jury in his 1999 trial. It is a, it's a very hard, it's very hard to prove us to a jury that if you were sleepwalking, you could do all these actions, said Ron Rainson, who was the judge at, in the Fallacher case. Though it was summer of 99 in the hot desert, an overwhelming ch- chill could be felt in the Phoenix courtroom. You had uniquely a next-door neighbor who watched most of this, said Reinstein, who was a judge. The case would become an international spectacle because Fallacher's defense was as rare as it was bizarre. So, explain to me, then, as you were stabbing your wife 44 times and she's screaming and you're moving about, how is it that a tiny alarm on your watch can wake you up but her scre- screaming can't mm-hmm. said prosecutor Juan Martinez during the trial it didn't always wake me up and I'm not a sleep doctor I can't explain the difference sir <laughs> Fallacher said in response do you think he was asleep during the during the entire ordeal reporter Brianna Whitney asked Reinstein did I believe in the sleepwalking defense I thought it was well done and well put together, but it wasn't that persuasive to me in the end, he said. So, threesome crime. It began two years earlier, on a night in January of 1997. Falter's next-door neighbors jolted awake. The, uh, quote, I could hear her yelling, and you could hear her rolling around in the rocks. Yeah, we went outside to see if we could hear it, and if somebody needed help or something, and then the screaming quit. The next-door neighbor told radio, st- radio stations the week of the crime. Police told, police got to the house to find Falter waiting for them, his wife. Yarmila Falter was dead in the pool with 44 stab wounds to her body. Scott Falter told him he had been sleepwalking and couldn't remember anything. So, Scott Falter stashed the bloody knife and his bloody clothes in his car, all the while his 12 and 15-year-old children were asleep in the house. No. None of this made sense to anyone who knew the Falter family. So, yeah, the defense just argued that, you know, Scott Falter was, like, had, like, sleepwalking episodes and stuff, and... And he was so free? Um, let me see... Okay, so the fate of Scott Falter. Ultimately, the jury agreed, quote, We, the jury, 
duly and sworn of the entitled action upon our oath do find the defendant guilty of murder in the first degree, the court official said. Several jurors spoke out right after the verdict, unapologetic of a first murder degree conviction. I felt that maybe the first two stabs to Yamila, but the number of stab wounds and the fact that she was um, in the pool and held under, I can't believe he was sleepwalking, one juror said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then another quote, taking the clothes and putting them in the container, putting the container inside the trunk, cleaning up, changing clothes, that just not stuck yeah, no. for us and as believable, a third juror told the media. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the kids lost their mother, and Scott Feltzer will spend the rest of his life in prison without the possibility possibility of parole. So, yeah, um, he was put in jail. Yeah, I don't think it's possible to I do mean, that, like, sleepwalking and killing, stabbing your wife 44 times without waking up. It's I a little too much. So. Yeah, it's no. a little too much. I mean, I feel like, okay, maybe you hit her or something but like the fact okay the fact that does not sit, like sit right with me is like him hiding it yeah that i'm like no yeah no if he knew that he was a sleepwalker and he did that by accident he wouldn't hide it yeah i feel like the other one i don't believe it like the the story you told me mm -hmm. i don't believe it but i mean that's a little bit more yeah. credible mm -hmm. but this one i'm like nah because after he stabbed her i think he held her underwater yeah no. i feel like I know that some people, like, wake up with, like, getting water splashed. Yeah. Um, so I'm like... And, like, the girl, um, the lady pointed out, like, how, like, are you going to wake up with your alarm? Mm -hmm. But you can't wake up to your wife screaming. Yeah. I mean... Doesn't add up. I, I can't do math, but it's not adding up. <laughs> yeah, no. So, yeah, that's it. That's all I have. Yeah, me too. Sleepwalking. Wow. But I don't think... I mean, these are, like, extreme cases. Yeah. But yes, I mean, just usually they're like staring at a wall, <laughs> um, opening doors and stuff. Yeah. But it's very interesting, and I didn't know that was like an actual thing you could say in court. Like, hey, I was kind of sleepwalking. <laughs> but that's that's interesting. I mean, yeah. I feel like this guy does deserve to be in jail. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's it for sleepwalking. Yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you. So, nice episode pick, Leslie. So, we're almost done with the first season of Wired World. So this, you know, first season, we're getting a feel of things, you know, trying uh, different things out. And it's just, like, uh, cool facts and, you know, kind of inform you of, you know, different things of how things work, things we find interesting. And next season, season two, is going to be more crime oriented true crime mm -hmm. uh we're gonna do some cases i mean we can't do much comedy with <laughs> murder yeah. and disappearances but we're gonna try our best um so yeah check out for that really soon yeah very excited for that mm -hmm. so yeah that's it that's it for sleepwalking thank you guys for listening thank you bye, bye.